Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Good afternoon, everyone. Today we are talking about the three keys to transformation for yourself as well as your business. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to discuss and deconstruct insights from top performing entrepreneurs and industry experts. Every week, we uncover tested tactical solutions to solve your company's toughest hiring challenges. Today, our guest is Lisa Reed, author, speaker, trainer of productive learning. Lisa is a presenter with Productive Learning, a boutique personal growth company founded in 1992 and has trained thousands of people on the power of the mindset. After 20 years of management, sales, and executive leadership, Lisa decided to dedicate her life to assisting others to invest in their personal development. Why? Because she personally experienced the powerful results as a productive client of Productive Learning. She loved the company so much she joined them in in the pursuit of living an extraordinary life. Lisa is also an author of the book, Manage to Your Success, a guide to cultivating happy and productive employees. Lisa, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Thank you, Rick, for having me. Absolutely. So we're going to cover something that you are an expert in, and um, I I find really, um, really interesting to a lot of our our listeners. Self-introspection is a very, very important thing, and so... Today we're going to cover kind of the three, what your three keys to transformation are mm-hmm. and how to apply it to your business and even to your recruiting process. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's start with uh, what are the three keys what of transformation? What are the three keys? Yeah. Well, the first key, and well, before I even say the three keys, it's like if you imagine a stool that has three legs, yep. not one of those legs is more important than the other leg, but they're all equally important. If you don't have one leg, then you're, you know, it's going to you're Absolutely. Gonna fall over. Yeah. And so these three keys are what we, um, they're the pillars of personal development that we uh, as, at Productive Learning utilize throughout all of our workshops. So there might be um, uh, one workshop that focuses completely on one key, one that incorporates two, and one that incorporates all three. So, and then we we do that throughout the years. You know, you get to you get to really like play with all three keys. So you can't really different... just take one on one key because then you're just going to be falling over. Right? Kind of, yeah. And so that's where <laughs> I explain that ahead of time because sometimes people go think they just you know oh I did this one and I should be you know, my journey's done. I'm over. I know everything I need to know. I should have, that should have been over that, you know, and, and, uh, that's, that's a myth of, of some personal development. I think sometimes people think like, oh, I dealt with that. So therefore it'll never come back to me again. And no, like, that's uh, not, it doesn't work Yeah, that that's way. the pipe dream, right? Yeah, that's continuous that. <laughs> learning, right? <laughs> continuous learning. So first key is developing an understanding of oneself. And we, how we how we approach that at Productive Learning, it's not so much that you need to dwell on your history or drudge up the past necessarily, but you do need to have a certain um, awareness of yourself, uh, past history, things that have happened. You know how like we have, you know, X amount of memories, let's say, you know, yeah. let's say we're both 26 years old, right? So we have, That's we're pretending, it's a fantasy, it's a fantasy. <laughs> and we have, you know, 26 years of memories, maybe say 23 years of memories, if you remember, depending on how, how long you remember. Yeah. Um, but we don't remember every single I've minute. I've got about 10 minutes of memories, I think. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You, yeah, it's like we don't remember every single thing that happened, but we remember the spikes, you know, the things that were really uh, either traumatic or, or or awesome or, you know, like really happy. Like there's certain memories that stick. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, wh- what memories stick in terms of um, 
how do they relate to what you're what you're working on now? Like if you're having a certain challenge or problem, or you know, gosh, I I can't. I had a client who um, has gotten so far in their business and then just can't seem to get like they they pass that threshold, but then they keep falling back. They just Got get it. right over, and then so it's not consistent. It's like that's now we're in a mindset issue. Like clearly, you're so it's more past re like reinforcement of past experience. Yeah, you're what well, basically we're hardwired to learn. So by the age yeah. of seven, we've got these fixed beliefs, but we don't know what they are because we were seven. You know, we were kids. We just were like, oh, this is how the world works. Okay, now sure. I'm going to apply that learning to my rest of my life. We don't realize that that's what we're doing. So we need to kind of go back again, not, not dredging it up or getting, we don't need to get all the details in the story, but we, it's, it's good to have that like, oh, this is where that belief came from. I get it. I'm, 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 you know, like for me, it's like a fifth grade on the playground. Girls told me they didn't want to play with me anymore. Okay, yeah. great. So obviously scarring as a, as a fifth grader, you know, like, <laughs> what do I do with this? Wait, is it beliefs situation? or behaviors? It, it could be both. both. It okay. could be both. So what we do is we try to get, uh, each individual, like, what clues can you pick up on? So, um, therefore, like, if we use the fifth grade on the playground example, it's like, okay, that was a traumatic event, you know, as a fifth grader, to, you know, have your friends say, oh, I don't want to play with you anymore. Okay, so you think, okay, moving on, not in fifth grade anymore. However, there's a belief that was created at that point for me, like, well, you know, gosh, I need to know what I did wrong, and yeah. so that doesn't happen again, and so now I'm just going to be nice to everybody, and I'm going to try to get people to like me, and which is not a bad quality sure. you know what i mean except for when i'm using it um when it's not necessary you know like when it, so understanding myself enough understanding developing an awareness of oneself enough to you know when am i using my beliefs um Probably. can i discern yeah can i discern yeah. when is this a, when is this being used for good or evil you know yeah yeah <laughs> how if is this helping me get into the direction that i need to be getting or is this actually taking me off my path so it can really be anything it could be a traumatic experience or it, it could be, be something that just is a yeah. normal everyday thing right yeah like if your is parents it said like trauma though or is that more deep-seated it's it it depends um usually what we're working with um with our clients is tell like tell me a result or an area in your life that's less than 100% ideal. So usually when it's something that's like, okay, this isn't working, this is less than 100, we're not gonna, you probably have a lot of really healthy, awesome, great beliefs and thinking that's gotten you so far. So we don't need to initially start with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's let's start with the one that's more problematic. Sure. And, and, and sometimes that comes from something that's traumatic, but it could even be just from just a simple message or parents are trying to do the best they can. They're like, you can be anything you want. You're like, Oh, so much pressure. You know, it depends on, <laughs> it depends on how we interpret that as a kid sure. of like, well, well, my brother always did this and I'm not like enough. And it, we just make meaning out of, we're meaning making machines. Got it. And so, and then that just transfer transfers to our behavior today and how we handle situations. Yeah. So that's so is it part, a triggering. Yeah. It's dealing with the, making you aware so that when you hit these trigger mechanisms you're aware of what it is yeah so then that way you're like oh wait this isn't like for me if i use my example it's like okay this isn't i can see i'm i'm going into people pleasing and that's not really going to serve me right now yeah. like i need to be honest with this person like i had i had a situation a client who you know definitely needs some emotional intelligence support yeah and i had to you know i was like you need to be you need to take this seriously like it is not going to go well for you if you don't invest in yourself here yeah uh, you know instead of like oh no you're fine you know <laughs> i gotta yeah, i gotta yeah. hold the line yeah and whether he likes that to hear that or not is not my it's not my job for well, him to yeah feel good about that it's like i need to push you to to get where you want you say you want to go yeah and then it creates a it creates a whole another set of problems when you don't um 
when you, when you don't deal with the yeah. emotion I mean, in the in the right way right yes yeah because then we're like you know blaming other people or we're just confused or we're stuck and we don't know why and we keep trying to like search for some answer outside of us gotcha and, yeah so basically i'm recognizing that okay oh i'm this is a scenario that i'm having to deal with it kind of relates to the way i handled the scenario way back when mm -hmm. I think, though, what's funny is that often in my mind, I'll have a scenario or a situation that I need to deal with, and I'll have a pre-planned way in which I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then when I get into the situation, I totally handle it differently. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. How do you handle it differently? No, like? I don't know. Maybe maybe I might be... I, I, I play it out in my mind that I'm going to take a hard line on this and, you know, that sort of thing. But then I softened it up and then it turns out totally different from what I had envisioned in my mind. Yeah, we're constantly and, and all those things can happen and sometimes it goes our way and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of reconciling is my are my conscious thoughts and my desires in line with my unconscious. Okay. Your unconscious is your 24-7 employee. Speaking of hiring, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you trained your 24-7 employee lately? <laughs> Do you know what it's doing? Oh, what is a 24-7 employee? Your unconscious mind. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So most people don't really know what their beliefs are, what those unconscious assumptions are. So then they're wondering, why why am I not hitting my SMART goals? Or why am I, maybe I hit it, but I had just this horrible gut-wrenching experience. Yeah. You know, like this this was high anxiety, high stress. I shoved people out of the way to get what I needed and what I wanted. It's like, wow, that is that how is that how you want it to go? Yeah. Is that, the experience, and you're like, well, I have to because I have to work hard. Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. Sounds a little bit like regression therapy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Could be. All right. So the second piece would be what? So the second key is developing your awareness. So say you have this historical, you know, couple of points and you're like, okay, knowing me, knowing my experience, I've learned this and this and this, and I know I'm going to react like this or, you know, oh, what, whatever it is, you know yourself. Now, can you see the train wreck coming? You know, like, like yeah. you're saying, like, oh, I know I'm going to Thanksgiving dinner with my, you know, <laughs> people in my family who trigger me. Oh, God, yeah. How can I maintain my composure, my kindness, my compassion, uh, you know, in that situation? So you're talking about can the I present be aware? Moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If we were talking past is understanding ourselves, now present is our current awareness. How quickly can I get back on track? Okay. Yeah, so like, a lot of times people like say, I have a client who's a perfectionist, you know, any perfectionists out there in listening? Yeah. I'll raise my hand on that one. <laughs> so, you know, a perfectionist makes a mistake. How, uh, how long do they dwell on this, you know, bad decision, Forever. wrong choice? Yeah. Like, is <laughs> it keeping you awake at night and you can't, you can't let it go. We like to think, okay, can I cut that time in half? Like, can I be aware enough to know, okay, you know what, that is my that's connected to my past, that's here. How can I get back on track to have a better experience in my life right now? Yeah. And if I dwell on that for a week, well, what if we could make that three and a half days? What if we could take three and a half days and make it, you know, whatever half of three and a half is? One point, oh, oh higher math here. <laughs> not, good, not good at math here. This isn't called a higher math show, it's called higher power show. <laughs> Touche. But you know, that kind Thank of thing. God it's not higher yeah. math, because I'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and I think we'd be, yeah. That would be a terrible thing. All right. So now what, what are you teaching as far as the current awareness? What, what ideally are they, what should I be looking for? Yeah. What should I be thinking about? Yeah. And that's really like a, um, it's, it's developing a muscle of awareness um, 
what we do is like in workshops, we actually stimulate things that could bring up those unconscious assumptions, those beliefs, those behaviors that we, um, maybe we put a time frame on something and it's like, okay, what do you do when you only have a certain amount of time? Yeah. Do you take a moment and stop and connect with your teammates or do you just go everyone for themselves, you know, and I, whatever, <laughs> I do you get upset? Do certain people irritate you? So you, yeah. you really learn about yourself and each person is totally unique and different. So yeah. we, that's where it, it, the discovery is, is pretty cool. It's uh, pretty okay. exciting. But, all right, so we're talking with uh, Lisa Reed, the speaker and trainer of Productive Learning. Um, we just covered kind of the past and present of the three keys for transformation. And we're gonna come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about what I'm guessing is probably the future. Uh, the third key. Spoiler alert. I know. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard, giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Hire Power with Rick Gerard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Hire Power with Rick Gerard. And welcome back to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and our guest today is Lisa Reed, speaker and trainer of Productive Learning. So we just discussed two of the three pieces of the stool uh, in the Keys Oops. for Transformation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. You had to listen to the whole thing. I, I know, get that. I know. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. So we talked about the past and present. So let's, uh, let's, let's move on to the next piece. So the third key... And we did a little spoiler alert here. It is, it ha does have to do with the future and that's your vision. Yep. And this is where sometimes people get a little like, oh, I created a vision board. Oh, I have my affirmation. So I'm doing, you know, I'm doing this work. And I'm like, okay, yes. And like, yeah. if you haven't reconciled uh, the past and know, and know yourself enough to know like what, what pulls you off and, and what pulls you off in the moment, how to get back on track, then that vision on its own is but, not going to have the the juice that it needs. But what percentage of the people actually really are self aware? Um, probably one percent. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've been working, uh, you know, in this in this realm. Not only prior to productive learning, I grew up with a, a dad who was a hypnotherapist. I mean, this is a right. normal conversation in my childhood. Yeah. And uh, to be aware all the time, I mean, my goodness. Did you know, you, when we, he pulled out the pocket watch, did you just run? No, I loved it. He helped <laughs> me learn how to fall asleep easier and nice. be calmer. It was great. Um, but so I want to add to the vision piece. It's not just having a vision. It It does need to be a compelling vision meaning like an emotionally compelling vision and sometimes when people think vision board or vis vision which we don't do vision boards i'm not i'm not suggesting that i have one and they're yeah. they're great and wonderful but that's i'm talking about something a little bit bigger than that it's are you connected to your purpose like what's it all for why would you bother change why would you change the way you've been doing things for so long to get this other thing that you say you want, it will require something within you to change. It's got to be a deeper desire. It does. So you yeah. have to get connected to that because otherwise it's like, why would I, you know, why would I shift? The subconscious mind wants to stay the same. Yeah. It doesn't want to change. Even though it may not be what, serving people us. people don't like change? No. 
<laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> we say that we do. Spoiler alert. We're liars. <laughs> I actually like change, but I think I'm rare that way. You know, there's we like good change, but we yeah. don't necessarily like... Yeah, that's true. Like certain, you know, car accidents also change, you know, so we don't like that's that. That's true. That's true. Good point. That's train like good change. Mark. We like good change. Okay. So how do we tie the three of these together? So it's really uh, that, that self-study purpose of like understanding yourself. Um, we teach all three of those keys come into play in our Beyond Reasons workshop, which is like our, our it's not a beginner workshop, but it's where all of our clients start. Yeah. It's like, let's start to see what's underneath the hood here. Let's get you connected to what's going on in your past that is coming forth now and it's not serving you how can you create awareness around it yeah and then what are you doing this all for what why are you why do you want something different okay i i like it yeah 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 i mean you know you're really looking for the the core of 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 the why really yeah yeah it's a deep discovery and it's yeah. very individual we do it in a group but it's an individual journey do you do this in a sweat lodge somewhere, like on peyote? I mean, no. No, <laughs> we stopped doing that now. <laughs> somewhere in Arizona. No, actually, that's so ironic, because I actually did just recently go into a sweat lodge at Sedona. But, um, did you really? I did. We did. There was no drugs, though. I did no not drugs. know that, folks. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a surprise. It's like you're reading my mind. What's happening? Or I think the hot thing now is ayahuasca down in South yes, America, right? Yes, yes. Okay. You can do that here in California, actually. You can? Yeah, but I have Learned not done that. New I have not day. done that, folks. See, this is a learning <laughs> experience, this show. <laughs> I have not done that. And All right. we don't do that at Productive Learning. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We do do that in the higher power, I mean, there, the yeah, right. stride search office. Sometimes. Not, not really. Anyway, so <laughs> I digress. So let's go to, really, how do we apply this towards your business? Yeah, so, uh, like, we've had different... Um, most of our clients are, you know, working with their business owners or, or somehow professionally, um, you know, work, you know, have some kind of professional career life. Yeah. And it's really like where we, you stop and ask yourself, like, is everything going great? Like, is everything um, exactly how, I, how I'd like it? Is there any shifts that I'd like to see? And it could be something as simple as, um, gosh, I get really nervous when my boss asks me something or... Um, and I start to shake and like, or I'm holding back. Like they don't yeah. know all the talent that I have. I haven't, I don't have the courage to, to share that. It could be, um, when you're hiring or you're building your, your company, like, do you have a vision for who you'd like to have? Do you have a history? It's kind of like dating. Like, yeah. do you have a history of choosing and hiring, selecting well, people exactly that, like right. Absolutely. <laughs> people that aren't serving your purpose, like yeah. what's going on there. So knowing the more, you know, yourself, the more you'll kind of know like, okay, this, this is what I usually would do. And it hasn't worked out in the past, but I'm compelled to do that. But yeah. like, I need to increase my consciousness so that I make a better decision for my business, for my company, for my own well-being, that type of thing. Did you ever see that episode of Steinfeld where George Costanza decides he's going to do the opposite of everything? Yeah, the opposite. The day yeah. of opposite. Yeah. 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 And then he was hugely successful yes. and landed the job with the Yankees, yeah. right? Art Vandalay's Industries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that was the same episode. He was but... a hand model, I think, right? Oh. <laughs> but if you think about it, like if, if you go against what you typically would do, maybe that would be, maybe that would be the thing that would switch it up and make you more successful. It could, but you yeah. know what, what'll happen is if it doesn't work, then we have more evidence to stay the way we are. So it is, yeah. a, it is a balancing act. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So how do we wrap this into hiring the hiring process? I, I find that, um, a lot of people 
feel like what they're doing is everything they can do, but yes. really, and maybe it's, they, they need to figure out ways to do it better. Right. You know, I think uh, if, I, if I'll speak from the candidate side, right? sure. like the I'd like to have a job side. Please do. Yeah. And that can be a complete mind. You know what? Like yeah. it, uh, you are putting yourself out there. You're really hoping, no, pick me, pick me, pick me. Oh, yeah. And then you get chosen. Oh, I got chosen to be an interview. And then it's it almost ratchets up the nervousness even more because yeah. what if then they don't pick you from that? Then you're like, oh, my gosh, they really got to know me. And they still didn't and love me. And it's even me. worse if you like really me. need the job as opposed to. Exactly. Here. The higher the risk, the higher the emotion that goes up. I mean, there's a lot on the line. And then we start to. Um, panic right like yeah. when we're drowning in the water they say like you know you can even drown the lifeguard you can literally drown the other person who's trying to help you oh, yeah. and save you because you're so panicked right mm-hmm. and hopefully that's not the case for anyone out there listening right now but we can all relate <laughs> to that you know experience where you, yeah. you know you need to put food on the table and whatnot um so it's kind of like okay understanding you know looking at my history looking at my patterns how have i behaved in the past what worked for me um can i catch myself in the moment uh do I dis- downplay the the success that I've had in the interview? Like, oh, well, you know, I was the on a team. Is no. Right. Yeah, you're not supposed to. But do we? You, yes. are, your own, you're yeah. are, you are your own marketing department. So I know. you really do need to not downplay it. I know. Yeah. But we do it unconsciously. Yeah. Like, well, you know, I was on this team, but, you know, it was all them. I just kind of helped. You know, that can easily come out in an interview and you yeah. don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know. And then you end up not getting the job. And, and then like, you wonder why, why. Why? Why did that not happen? Yeah. Yeah. Or not even going for it. I mean, it's also getting a, applying for a job is like a sales position. And if you're not a salesperson professional, you're like, why do I have to keep following up? I sent them the information. They should be calling me. <laughs> I called them once. They never called me back. I'm giving up. You know, no. <laughs> no, it takes seven to 10 calls before somebody calls you back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but if you're not in sales. Yeah. How, you don't know that. Why would you know that? Yeah. Which, which kind of looping around to recruiting on the company side. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are in a hiring position aren't hiring professionals, so they don't really know that as well. They don't know that it's really a sales-related role as opposed to being a, you know, kind of get people in and, you know, you're a special company, so they should just want to work for you type thing. Yeah. And so you you really have to do this self and like, what's working, what's not. Luckily, there's lots of tools out there now to gather the data to help to make those decisions as well. Yeah, so you start looking at those things, but you also. Um, but the you know, root always comes down to the the people, right? Yeah, and and you're business. you know you you know how um, you could line up like a hundred recruiters, and you know there's there's the that bell curve or whatever, and um, if you're seeing oh there's other recruiters who are actually nailing it more than I am. Like, you know, and I'm I'm a pretty smart person. Like, I, don't know, I should be <laughs> I should be making this much money, or I should be you know having this much success. Then we're usually um, at that point. If your skill set's the same, like let's say equal skill set, yeah, then we're dealing um, with a mindset issue. Yeah, underperformance. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we're like, uh, okay, what's going on that you don't believe that you could have that success, or um, what's getting in the way of you? You know, maybe it could be decision making. It could be you know not making that extra phone call. It could be just your experience. You know, again, going back to the experience of it, you're just filled with anxiety. Emotions are contagious, so yeah. that could be. Well, especially if you've had a rough day, you know, sometimes, sure. sometimes you have these days, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes you have a day where nothing goes right. And then all of a sudden your last call of the day before you're about to go home just becomes an amazing call. And then mm-hmm. it makes up for everything. Right. Yeah. But if you didn't make that call because you had a terrible part of the day, mm-hmm. then, you know, so I guess that would be looping around to your past. Why do you give up? 
right? Right, yeah. So again, this is where it gets really like, I love, we're, you know, we're explaining in broad terms, but when you yeah. really, t when I, you know, really get a chance to talk to someone one-on-one -on -one and we talk about like, okay, what is going on that's less than 100% ideal, then it all starts to come out and we can, I can hear like the patterns of the thinking and I can hear, okay, oh, that's interesting. You see it that way. Okay, interesting. And I'm just collecting data and then in service of them, like, did you notice that you said this? Did you, you know, like, let's yeah. find out where this belief is coming from and, yeah. and where is that showing up? In terms of hiring, I think that companies too frame it in terms of like the problems that they have right now. They're just trying to get work done as opposed to building the company. And I think a lot of companies have this complaint that hiring's hard, mm -hmm. and, um, but, but I think we make it hard. Right, yeah, anything can be hard. Like having cancer is hard, but hiring, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. we, we can get into the, the habit of, of saying things are hard, but it's like, well, when we really actually look, and I, uh, you know, my dad passed away from cancer, so like, yeah, that is, that is not, that is hard. That's really hard. That's hard. Yeah, I win, you made me wince when you said that. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's really hard. But we can get used to think, oh, this is so hard. And I do that too. I'm not judging. I, I do that too. Yeah. So yeah, we can we can get into those traps. So um, what can we what takeaways can we give maybe a hiring manager who's who's got some issues? How, you know, what would be the first steps for them to think about it and like start to lay out to so solve that problem? Well, I have a. Um, a, in case you didn't remember or weren't writing down everything, every single word I said. No, I'm just kidding. They can go on ProductiveLearning.com and get this, get a free webinar, Three Keys to Transformation. Oh, very cool. There's, and I go through, obviously, a little bit more in-depth of the stuff, but we also have a workbook that goes with it with some great questions. So it absolutely 100% go, like, go listen to it, answer the questions for yourself, see what comes up for you, what pa and, you know, we'll talk about, like, what patterns, where have you seen these things happen before, and we go through all the way up to vision and helping you create that. So that that's a real great action item right there. Just yeah. if you're like, hmm. Self-introspection is, is, is absolutely is key for sure. All right. So um, that's great. So um, predictive learning. Productive learning. Pro not productive. productive. Sorry. <laughs> we're not psychic, but yeah. <laughs> we're really good. <laughs> yeah. Productivelearning.com. Okay. Can you spell that out? P R O D U C. T I V E. <laughs> this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. This I show. know, but you were Learning. also spelling me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> I went to productive learning to... for an amazing workshop. Oh, thank you. You want to know with words origin? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, so we're just about out of time for today's show. Um, Lisa, thanks so much for spending uh, a moment with us thank and sharing you. your knowledge. I really appreciate it. Um, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio community. Thank you. So Ooh, bonus. I, I know, right? You've did, you've been <laughs> inducted. Um, so to find out more about your book and more about your company, how might our listeners reach you? They can go to ProductiveLearning.com. Which we've already Which told we you. already talked about yeah. that. Um, for my book, it's called Manage to Success. And it's available it's where? available on Amazon. Um, a Guide to Cultivating Happy and Productive Employees. So if you are in need of that, and you are hiring people, check it out. It's an easy read. And happy and productive employees, by the way, are key in engagement yes. and keeping people satisfied and working at your company. That's right. You if want you're them to not stay. doing that, then you're throwing money out the window. Boom. Your company's going to fail. Boom. Mic drop. I just said it. So go buy a book <laughs> and read it. So go buy your book. <laughs> All right. And then how do they reach you? Um, they can reach me at 
Well, I'll spell my name because it's spelled a little different. Yes. L-E-I-S-A, Lisa, at ProductiveLearning.com. Lots of spelling today. Uh, so they can uh, email me there. And any questions, if you'd like to know when our next workshop is, I'll... Uh, when is your in, next workshop? It's in June of this year. And I want to say the 23rd, 24th. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but it's a Saturday, Sunday. Just led one this last weekend. It was amazing. How often do you guys do workshops? We do. Well, we offer workshops quite often because we have over like 40 different workshops. Oh, but wow. But um, the Beyond Reasons one's offered about 10 times a year. Okay. Yeah. Kind of every month, but not every month well let's pack them in guys that's right absolutely so i want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to this week's episode of higher power a quick thanks to our team our engineer paul roberts our producers andrea ballin shanti ryle and kim iverson Yay! <laughs> without them uh, this show would not be possible uh, to listen to this show and any past episode you can check us out on hire that's h-i-r-e power p-o-w-e-r radio r-a-d-i-o dot com or Higher Power Radio on iTunes. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook or Spotify at Higher Power Radio. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Rick Gerard one We have another great show lined up for you guys next week. Our guest is going to be Todd Raphael, the Editor-in-Chief for ERE Media. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio.